The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. bitches what's up everybody welcome to the ectoplasm show my name is josh hurd and joining me is my good pal partner in crime mr jason koopsick what's cracking playboy oh, i'm in quite a bit of pain actually you're still hurting well i was doing a lot over the holiday so yeah i just was on my feet quite a bit so yeah Sons it didn't, doesn't feel good Ugh. Sons of bitches, man. How was uh how was the Christmas Christmas holiday for you? Pretty good. Not bad? Yeah, not bad. I got I got a PS4. I'm excited about that. Kind of a dick there, man. I uh <laughs> I'm really wanting a PS4. Really bad. Yeah. So yeah, anybody out there listening uh want to uh want to buy me a PS4, go ahead and send uh go ahead and send me a PS4. That'd be great. My daughter had a great Christmas. Did your kids get everything they wanted? I think so. Fuck, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so, man. Good god. Yeah. So your daughter had a good Christmas though? Yeah, she did. She got lots of stuff and guess that's what all Christmas is all about, right? That's it, man. That's it. Is there something else? Like with the holiday? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, my goodness. Now, I took the fam to uh, to Florida, went to Disney World and Legoland and all that fun shit. That was... I heard you tried to kill your wife. Um, God, man, I tell you what, like, it's fucked. Um, so she... We ended up going to, like, this urgent care place, which is right by this resort that we were staying at. And she ends up, the doc's, like, looking at her and all this stuff. You are fucked. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he was like, you are completely screwed. Um, so she has double ear infection. Yeah, fuck this. Can you hear me? Hey, I can hear you now. You can hear me. Yes. And I sound okay? Yeah, I don't know what happened. I kept yeah. having something pop up on the screen saying nah, Josh screwed up. Yeah, it's basically this fucking equipment that I'm working with over here. It's pissing me off. So anyway, yeah, double uh, double ear infection, double pink eye, and on top of it all, she has like this wicked sinus infection as well. So, 
Now, the little one, our youngest. You can still hear me, okay? Yes. Okay. So the youngest one now. She, we ended up going to the uh, doctor last night at about 10 o'clock at night. And uh, she she had a temperature of 103. She has ear infection, sinus infection, and some nasty conjunctivitis where, like, green shit's coming out of her eyes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's fucking gross. Damn. Oh, my God. So, Don't go to Florida, people. Nah, I'm telling you. I... It's absolutely ridiculous. My daughter, my youngest, has not really felt well for like three weeks now, something like that. Like, it's a little stupid. Um, but yeah, winter, man. That's another reason to fucking hate it. So, because everybody and their dog gets sick. Don't blame winter. I have absolutely going to blame winter because you don't see people dropping like flies like this in the summer. There, I said it. That's because people go outside. Yeah. They're not pansies. Or they're, yeah, they're pansies. <laughs> they don't go outside in the wintertime, and they get just brew shit. They just brew shit? Yeah. And stick in their little fucking... Ugh. It's it's ridiculous <laughs> to me, man. It's it's all just Petri dish shit. You know what I mean? What are you drinking there? Ugh. Drinking some IPA. Yeah, what kind? It's called Mad Butcher. I'm going to be breaking open a Big Rip bottle here after our break during the middle of the show. But right idea. now I'm just drinking a Monster. Nice. Because my coffee pot broke. <laughs> very nice. Very, very well, we nice. Got, uh, we got some phone calls and texts. Do we really? We have quite a few, actually, over the week and a half we were gone. The fuck happened? And uh, I'm going to try to get to all of them, but I'll just go through them real quick. So Shaggy says the subliminal message episode was awesome, guys. I really loved it. It had me cracking up. Let's see. Sleep out in California sent a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, He said, uh, quote, lady in the polka dot dress. I'm checking out the new podcast. I'll just I just turned it on. How are you all today? This subliminal messaging one. I think he's referring to whatever the that thing you played at the beginning was right right um so yeah let's see he's also said i just got back to the podcast i had to stop it needed to pick up my kids the simpsons did an episode not sure the name of it join the navy (laughs) it's a good episode did you guys check out the rob kennedy killer that's something we'll look into in the future oh wow um, he's got, he left some voicemails too, so here I'll play him real quick. Okay. All right. So guys, could you hear that all right? Yeah, I think so. I'm gonna take off the foam thing on my the foam tip on my microphone for the next couple ones. You gonna? Take... I'm not sure what he's talking about with the lady with the pit polka dot dress. We'll have to look into that. Yeah. Are you gonna take off the tip? Is that what you said, bud? I I took off the tip. That's hot. Okay. Just for a minute. Continue so let's on. see. Uh, Shaggy said, 
Oh, just had a lot of stuff here. Okay, so I'm cracking up over here. Roy, who is on our paranormal team, also works with me at Lowe's with me. Him and another coworker were talking about the different ghost hunting TV shows, mainly Ghost Adventures and Roy, Ghost Adventures. And Roy said Zach is a douche. I think it's pretty much a universal <laughs> conclusion, unless you're a girl from the ages 13 to 18. We were talking about yeah. that when you were running down and playing with the toys on the episode with Brent. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you're talking about the uh, the demographic, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he goes on to say, synchronicity, you guys were talking about fighting over board games. The last board game we played at my house, me and my wife got into an argument over Parcheesi. <laughs> we never played the game before, and I wanted the new game, so I went to Toys R Us and bought it. We fought, claiming the other one was cheating. Fuck yeah. LOL, we used to be big board game players at my house, and we just started talking about reinstating game night, so hopefully it doesn't ruin our marriage. <laughs> oh, uh, he, said, he goes on to say, I was going to suggest Cards Against Humanity in my last message, but had to cut it short because the manager was creeping on him. Uh, so then, but he noticed that Brent mentioned that huh huh uh, it says I kept listening to the podcast and you guys mentioned it I had never played the game before until tonight one of my co-workers brought it and we played it on our break it was hilarious I definitely pulled the worst card in the deck jerking off into a puddle of children's tears needless <laughs> to say I won that round <laughs> All right, I got a couple oh. more. <laughs> I got a couple more uh, oh, uh, voicemails from sleep. Yeah. He's got two other, three other voicemails, so maybe he goes into it here. It sounds kind of, it, it 
sounds like something like Patty Rackers on par. You know what wow. I mean? It's weird. So I kind of like, you know, we move forward. So we kind of, there's nobody over there. Whoa. Then they stink. Yeah, we live in the desert, homie. You know what I mean? It could have been, it could have been like, it could, I don't know, there's a road back there. It could have been, I don't know. But you know what I mean? Like, all right, as long well as you guys know, then that's the enemy. All right, guys. Have a good Wow. That's crazy shit. Here's another one. Oh, uh, he said in Happy New Year's, and this one's real quick. I'll play it real quick, and then I'm reading the. Uh, this comes with the. Uh, type out of what it thinks oh, he's yeah. saying yeah. See, what, see what it actually is <laughs> oh shit I think he called from his pocket pocket dial yeah that's definitely what it is so. <laughs> <laughs> alright I gotta put the tip back on that's fine put that tip on there and did you did you do something to your audio no to your mic or something you sound like a mile away I don't think I did it's weird though do I still sound a mile away well kind of you just don't sound like your normal bassy self and there's like some there's like some interference stuff going on in the background You may have fixed it. I there. You fixed it. Whatever okay. you just did, fix. Whatever it. this. When I was, I was actually holding my phone up to the microphone. Right, right. And this medicine makes me a little shaky, so I noticed the the phone was like tapping the microphone. Yeah. So that might have done something. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to tell you this, dude. I had a freaking paranormal experience at the airport when we were just about to fly to. Uh, we were just about to fly to Orlando. Sitting Final destination. There. We're sitting there, and uh, in uh, Casey at the airport there in Kansas City, and uh, sitting there waiting, waiting, waiting. And there's this little magazine stand that was sitting just maybe five feet away from us, and uh, this magazine stand, just one magazine came off the rack. Right? No big deal. It fell off the rack. Shit like that happens all the time. And then there was more of uh, magazines down further, uh, like three different sections away. They've started falling off the rack. And then the ones before started falling off the rack. And there was literally probably 30 magazines on the floor after it was all said and done. Uh, Toys and things like that that are, you know, on the hooks like toy planes and shit like that, they were coming off their yeah. hooks and falling down onto the floor. And my daughter was like, Dad, what is going on? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, this is really fucking weird. Because there was nothing around that would even remotely suggest enough vibration to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody that was around that area was literally just sitting there, bored to death, doing nothing 
doing nothing. Nobody huh. was even up out of their chair. There wasn't like a vibration in the ground. You know, because they have all kinds of machinery. Oh, machinery yeah. running underneath those terminals. I'm telling you, dude, I don't know exactly what the fuck it was, but there was some huh. shit going on. It was weird. Fucking bizarre. Screwed me up. What really did the cool. worker do? Just stand there and watch it? Yeah. Okay. So the worker, it took her probably an extra five minutes to realize anything had happened. You know what I mean? Hmm. So, yeah. And then, obviously, yeah, she kind of pitched a little fit and was all pissed off and butthurt that she had to pick all that shit up. But, you know, it is what it is. Fucking crazy stuff, though. Should have pulled out your phone. Started recording. Thought about it. Thought about it, but did not. Did not do that. So, let me ask you. You can ask me anything you want, buddy. This is something that was... uh, you might have seen it on Facebook. People were posting, not necessarily in the paranormal field, just all over yeah. about it. Uh, headline, the internet insists Sinbad played a genie in a movie called you, Shazam, which you, he didn't. You took it. You took one of my, you took my top story. Yeah, you see how that feels? <laughs> Fuck, man. Okay, yeah. No, but I did read this, and I thought it was interesting because this was more like the... Um, that Mandela effect yeah, that we've mm-hmm, talked about exactly. before um, with like the, the Berenstain Bears, the Nelson Mandela thing. And I mean, there's zillions of other stories out there. But yeah, this caught my eye because I was like, I don't know if I necessarily remember that movie or I if don't. I rem- I don't think I do. I. <laughs> But there was another movie that they did talk about. I think it had like Shaq. It's called Kazam with, with Shaq. Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, okay. Now and I, also, they found Sinbad did a series of afternoon movies huh? where he hosted the movie in the afternoons in 1994 where he was wearing a turban. Whoa. He wasn't a genie. He was wearing a turban. I, had, I didn't watch any of it. I don't remember it, but they think that might be where the confusion's from. Huh. But yeah, people remember this movie apparently, and they remember seeing it, and they, and people started thinking about it and bringing it up, thinking, "Well, why don't I don't know? I don't know how it got kicked off because I didn't see it till it made these stories." But right, really, people, it's so thought it was weird. a real movie. It's so weird though, because yeah, people are legitimately thinking this was real, but even Sinbad himself is like, "No, it never happened." There is this theory, a conspiracy theory out there that he hated the movie so much <laughs> that he got all reference no. to it online gone. But that wouldn't make it disappear. No. There's no way that it would make it disappear. Even if they were able to scrub the inter- internet for whatever reason, you could scrub would the have internet. copies of exactly. it. I'm like, there's still going to be VHS this, copies you know. roaming around because we're talking, what, early 90s? Is that about right? It said early 90s. I'm not sure. Okay. Nobody knows a year, obviously, because they don't know exactly if it's even real. And, but, you know, if, like, George Lucas, yeah. he has something out there that he does not want anybody to see. It was pre... They didn't ever release it on VHS or whatever. It was a TV special, a Star Wars TV special from yeah. the 70s that was horrible i heard and about there's this. still little snippets of that and stuff online so 
Sinbad's not going to be able to get just make a movie disappear from the nineties. Wasn't there like a uh, like a Star Wars Christmas? Yeah, that's what I mentioned. Is that what it was? Christmas special is like in in the the Wookiee's home. And it's supposed to be just dumber than fuck, right? Yeah, that's what I heard. I haven't obviously seen it. I don't think there's any... I'm sure I could find it somewhere if I really looked for it, but I never had the desire, but... Yeah, fuck that, man. (laughs) If George Lucas can't make that go away completely... And it's George Lucas. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I think people... I don't, it could be that different timelines and crap and bleeding over from somewhere else. But yeah. I think like most of the Mandela effect, even though there are some things we talked about when we talked about that stuff that I don't that I thought was different than what it was. I still think that it probably just just misinformation, forgetting, you know. I'm sure your own mind changing things because even like the Charles Lindbergh baby. Yeah. I thought they never found out what happened to that kid. They found the kid. Yeah. Oh yeah. We talked I, about this when we had the show. Did we? See, I don't even remember that. <laughs> There's a Mandela effect right there for you. <laughs> like yeah, that I show know. exists. Like, I always thought I was taught that the kid just disappeared and never showed up again. Right. But yeah, the, the, they say that they um, found the kid and know who killed. No, you know the guy who killed it. Jesus. Was executed. I. That's fucking weird. I know. <laughs> that's really fucking weird. Huh. Okay. That's interesting. But no, I did see that story. It did catch my, catch my eye. And uh, tickle my fancy a smidge. You know what I'm, I'm looking saying? up the Charles Lindbergh thing again because <laughs> I want to. On this nice. day, whatever this article was written in 1932, in a crime that captured the attention of the entire nation, Charles Lindbergh III, the 20 month old son of yeah. aviation hero Charles Lindbergh, is kidnapped from the family's new mansion in Hopewell, New Jersey. Um. Damn. They discovered a ransom note disco- dis- demanding $50,000. They used a ladder to climb in the window and left muddy footprints. Huh. Even Al Capone offered to help. Well, that was nice of him. Stand-up guy. Capone. Right? <laughs> yeah, it says uh, the, they paid up. Yeah, and they said the body was going, or the boy was going to be on a boat off the coast of Massachusetts. They never found the boat or the child, and then a few days later, they discovered the body near the mansion. Which wow. I thought they just—I thought the kid had disappeared and nobody had ever seen him again. Dude, that's so weird. I was like, "What the fuck is that noise? It's my dog snoring." <laughs> That's so weird. I got a story. Oh, I just did a story. You did a story. Yeah. I have a bunch <clears throat> of stories tonight, actually, since we well, that's took good. a week off. That's good. So I got one for the flat earthers out there. So, oh, yeah, the the going to Antarctica. Uh, Antarctica, to yeah. 
I didn't pull that story, but I did see it. But yeah, I thought it was interesting because uh, of that funny little thing that you just put up there on uh, on the Ectoplasm Show Facebook page. With like, mm-hmm. you fucking <laughs> idiots, it's absolutely impossible to fly that far. I'm like, holy shit, buddy. Anyway. But yeah, team plans scientific expedition to Antarctica to prove that the Earth is in fact flat. Members of the Flat Earth Society claim to believe that the Earth is flat. Walking around on the planet's surface, it looks and feels flat. So they deem all evidence to the contrary, such as satellite photos of Earth as a sphere, to be fabrications. Um, let's you know see. what it would says be a group. the best thing for them? <laughs> is that they go disappear into fucking, and nobody ever sees them again. That would be the just, best thing for them. If they would just go into space for themselves... I well, think no, that I mean, not help. only that. It's just if, well, yeah. But I, I mean, the best thing for them, the thing that would just make it even more mysterious, is if they disappear and we never see them again. See, because it's fucking weird, though. Like, uh, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't fucking get it. Here's something though. Like in ancient China, okay, the prevailing uh, belief was that the Earth was flat and then square, while the heavens were round. Chinese thought that uh, in the form of Earth remained almost unchanged from early times until the first contact with modern science through the medium of Jesuit missionaries in the 17th century. So now there's this group um, that's officially planning this expedition to Antarctica for a series of scientific tests in a bid to prove their case that the planet is in fact flat. It's known as... Does it state... What kind of no, scientific see, and that's what I wanted. That's do. what I want to know, and how scientific they could be. It's called the Copernicus Project. Fly in this direction, yeah. and if you don't ever end up on the other side of the world, you know. Bingo. Bingo. So, the Copernicus Project, the only mission, quote, to obtain visual footage to prove flat Earth. Dun, dun, dun. Well, good luck to them. You know... Best of luck. Best of luck. <sighs> um, I think it, it, there's a slim, slim, microscopic possibility that it could be flat, because it could be, but I don't think so, personally. I, I personally do not buy into it either. Now, I just, uh, I don't know, man. I can't. I cannot buy into it. How about that? I try to give everybody a fair shake. I'm not saying it's not possible. Fuck, it's possible. What the fuck? What you got going on? I don't even know anymore. Fuck it. No. Well, here. I'm just gonna keep I going. got an interesting story. Robosexual woman announces plan to marry 3D printed robots. Let's do it. We just talked about this, kind of, <laughs> yeah, we last week, except for it was with uh, sex dolls and other things. Anyways, Hell it's yeah. out of Mysterious Universe, and I'll just read the article real quick. Okay. Our relationship will get better and better as technology evolves, is uh, a quote. If a robot played that line on you in a bar, would you go home with it? Go home well, with the robot? Well, it sounds like a pickup line. It's actually how a self-proclaimed proud robosexual 
woman uh. describes her bond with a robot she made herself using a 3D printer. A robot she plans to wed once robot human marriage is legal in France. Good. Setting the <laughs> setting the legal <clears throat> sexual and psychological aspect or setting aside those aspects for a moment. Let's look at what Lily, whose last name is protected. Yeah. So that she won't be the object of robot human relations backlash made for herself. The M Moveter, I'm guessing that's a type of 3D printer. I M M O O V A T O R robot was built using open source files and 3D printing instructions developed by French designer Gail Langevin and available on his InMove website. All she needed was a home 3D printer with a 12 by 12 by 12 inch area. The website claims you will learn making it, but recommends that those who have no experience with servo motors or some kind of prototyping platform should begin with a finger starter kit. Insert your own robot sex joke here. (laughs) Moving on to the why. Uh Lily says in an interview that she realized at age 19 that she was only attracted to robots and that two relationships with men confirmed it. Before you suggest she try some other sexual orientation, Lily says that she really dislikes physical contact with human flesh. If you're thinking that there might be something psychologically wrong with Lily's attraction to a robot, the presenters and attendees at a recent Second International Congress on Love and Sex with Robots. You want to go to that one? No, but kind of. Will strongly disagree. (laughs) Robotics expert David Levy, a speaker at the conference, says Lily is actually on the cutting edge. If you think love and sex with robots is not going to happen in your lifetime, I think you're wrong. Yikes. The first human-robot marriages will take place around the year 2050 or sooner, but no longer or later. Uh, Says, can Lily and her significant bot wait that long? Although Lily seems to be happy, the robot's expression doesn't change. She admits that she's studying to be a roboticist and says that things will get better with technology advances. If she needs some ideas or inspiration on future enhancements to her in-move Beyonce, perhaps she should consult the University of London computing programming professor Adrian David Cheok, who spoke at the conference about humans having sex with robots. Quote, it's going to be so much easier, so much more convenient to have sex with a robot. Actual sex with humans... Maybe like going to a concert. When you're at home, you can listen to Beethoven's Ninth Symphony. It's good enough. And once or twice a year, you'll want to go to the Royal Albert Hall and hear it in Concert Hall. That's going to be the future. Though we will have more sex with robots. And the next stage is love. We're already seeing it. So you can go on to his website. I-N-N. M O O V dot F R backslash dot four your own plans for the sex robot. Uh, it's not just you know how many guys. Sex, let me just say this. Loves 
like loves this robot and wants to marry it. I don't give a fuck. That's different than a, like a sexual the thing. thing. Like the thing, and I'm going to call it a thing because it doesn't. The thing fucking is, is, if you breathe. upgrade it, is it still the same robot? Yes, it doesn't fucking breathe. It is a thing. Okay, basically, what she has done is made a fancy fucking dildo. Is that what it is? Basically, that can walk. But it it was um, a human shaped robot, same height. They had pictures of it, her, it holding her and stuff, like wrapping Cute. its arms around her and stuff. You know how many guys are out there that are probably face. just like her, but she has not taken the time. She was I mean, they didn't. She, they only really showed pictures of her face, but she wasn't an unattractive person. Not necessarily. I'm not saying so. she has to be a dog or anything like that. I'm saying there are guys out there that I'm sure could do a better job. Probably. Uh, but apparently she is disgusted by uh, human contact. But it also goes to say when we mentioned last week that you can make your lover whatever you want it to be. Like, huh. you can... I don't think in any way this thing is aware. <laughs> exactly, my point. <laughs> How can the robot love her? It's like that Chinese lady that fell in love with a wall and wanted to marry the wall <laughs> a few years ago. <laughs> oh, so check this out. Let me show you what I got, okay? This is one of my Christmas you presents. You got a robot? No. I'm showing it to you right now. I got one of the... Oh, uh, VR. I got the VR headset. Well, one of them, right? So I got this VR headset. It's funny as hell because I downloaded all of this really, really cool like games and shit like that. Um, and there's one that's like you're walking around on the moon. There's another one that's like just scares the fuck out of you. It scares the fuck out of me anyway. It's amazing. Um, but apparently there are things that you can do because I was typing into YouTube, you know, uh, different apps and things like that that you can get, you know, because I wanted to see what's available. Because I, so I always do this shit, you know. Um, so Why I'm, does it feel like you're trying to explain your because um, of what I came across it? No, because what, what I came is. across it. So I then was going through, and they're talking about these different games and shit like that. I'm like, oh, that's cool, and yeah, I've seen that, done that one, whatever. Then they start talking about virtual reality porn is now a thing apparently you can use apparently these goggles and I have yet to try this by the way you can use these goggles uh, get onto your phone apparently get onto a, like a porn site and there's virtual reality porn didn't even realize this was a thing quite hilarious though doesn't surprise me have you tried these VR freaking uh, headsets no. dude mm-hmm. First time I did it, I was sitting on the couch and fell off the couch. Yeah. <laughs> I fell the fuck off the couch. Face planted onto the damn ground. It was amazing. You got to come try this shit. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Hmm. You know, I'm out of stories. You're out of stories? Yeah. Well, why don't we take a break? We have to take a break. We have to take a break. I'm going to go get a beer. Are you doing that? Yeah. Okay. So I'll be right back. You go get your beer. We are going to play a couple different things here. 
uh, from our sponsors and buddies. Be right back. Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Maybe it was the ghost of an alien that worked for the government. You know, you remove the alien anal probe out of the story, and it probably wasn't this guy's worst Saturday night. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained. All viewed through skeptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Listen to Brent and John make sense of it all each week by subscribing. Find us on iTunes by searching Hysteria 51 or anywhere else fine podcasts are sold. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile. Add friends. Upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. All right, so now we're back. There it is. I decided instead of a beer that I got some Irish cream with a little bit of milk. Ooh. Buddy, that sounds so good. Let me tell you. I only drink that around this time of year. I only now figured this shit out, but um, since I have a couple of uh, beers and shit that I need to crack open, uh, I've been using this really fancy-smancy bottle opener provided to me from our good pals at Paranormal Warehouse. I need one. How freaking sweet is that? Huh? How, why do you have one and I don't have one? Courtesy of Mike Diamond, my friend. I, you know, I forget exactly what it was that Mike sent me, but it was all... I got like a, a paranormal warehouse koozie. I've got the the bottle cap opener. I don't know what else he sent. Oh, come on, Mike. I've known Mike longer than you. I'm just saying. I think... Uh, <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> I don't know. Mike... Everybody likes everybody else more than me. Mike, if you're listening, buddy, I'm sorry. I kind of... Inadvertently, just threw you under the bus there. I, think so. <laughs> I introduced you guys in a romance, a bromance. Blossom. You know when I think about it, a bromance. When I, when I think about it, and I'm not like tooting my own horn too much here. Toot the shit. Most out. of the people I know that are friends now in this field, you I were introduced, introduced pretty much everybody. <laughs> oh, I love it. I fucking love it. You just you know everybody. You know what? You do. Yeah. Anyways. So, so yeah. story. Mysterious military operation over Manhattan arouses concern among New Yorkers. Okay. This, this was on December 22nd was when this article was written. <clears throat> okay. Um, this comes from Mysterious Universe as well. An unusual area aerial event occurred over Manhattan Island Tuesday afternoon. 
as New Yorkers observed a USAF C-130 and several Black Hawk, Black Hawk helicopters flying low over the city. The NYPD was apparently not notified of any training exercises prior to the appearance of the aircraft, which led to many city residents being startled by their sudden appearance. Later, Vice Commander of the Air National Guard's 106th Rescue Wing, Colonel Nicholas Brockley, sounds a little made up to me, but <laughs> told the Washington Post that the aircraft had merely been conducting military training and that the low-altitude flight was part of standard USAF procedure. However, with the Christmas holiday approaching, many were concerned about the possibility of an unconfirmed terror threat. That's my point. Or there. some other emergency situation that might have been unfolding. And, and the, the they NYPD, go into more detail. But the NYPD the wasn't... Said they, they were not aware of any of this. No, the FAA was uh, says it was a sanctioned flight. They were aware of it. They would have to be aware of it. I'm talking like NYPD, though. But, I mean, they NYPD was not aware of any of this. No. They huh. mentioned the one over Denver that we talked about where the FAA didn't know about it until Oh, yeah, afterwards. that's right. Fuck. But, um, yeah, I mean, I know I understand they have to do training and stuff. But they said that they were low enough that they were just above the buildings. See, it, I that mean, would I know cause it's some been, It's alarm. been 15 years. Dude, yeah. Plus September 11th, but it's still kind of... I mean, it's still very much alive. A fear that is very much alive in the, in the minds of the people that were there. Not necessarily there, but saw it happen, even on the news, saw it unfold... That was a fucked up day. Like, just a terrible fucking day. They say that it looked... Washington Post... Sorry. The Washington Post reported that the formation was most likely a routine rescue training operation, noting that in an October 1991 incident in which a helicopter crashed because it was unable to refuel in mid-flight. Uh, it's those type of planes that are deployed to do that. They're pararescue specialists. Sure. Um. Damn, man. I don't... I mean... It seems like if they weren't specifically flying in between the buildings to train for that, that they could have done it somewhere else. You would think they could do that somewhere else? Or at least notify people in that general vicinity? Of what the fuck was going to be happening. So people aren't losing their shit all around you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, people are more aware. Oh, fuck now. yeah. Oh, fuck I mean, yeah. you could say, you could also make an argument that they're not. Yeah. But. I think they are. When it comes to shit like that, I think everybody's a little on edge as as they should be. I think it's but everybody's it God-given like, right. Um, we've been having... We have flights. We have two places here in town. Well, one that I know of. I think there's two of them. Places here in town where they have the big Chinook helicopters. Yes. They're at the southern one of the southern airports in Kansas City Metro. Yeah. And they fly at least once a week, if not more than that, around the city. And they change their patterns. 
But I've only ever seen them, usually just one of them. And the other day, three of them flew over in formation, and I thought that was odd because I'd never seen that before. As long as I've been living here, it's always just one. Is that and that that's more or less like a? Uh, it's a reserve. It's a national like reserve, training or army reserve or whatever. Yeah. yeah, they just they're just training. They keep themselves updated to. You know, because if something happens, they don't want to have not flown for six months. Right, right. So. Crazy. That's so, yeah, nonsense. but who knows? I mean, I bet we have all kinds of shit going on that, that we're just not told about. Most likely. I mean, who trusts our government? Not I. They're the bad guys in almost every TV show. It's a very good point. Including Stranger Things. Well, they're not the bad thing that's killing people, but it's their fault. You know, I am very fucking disappointed in myself for not sticking with the show. Because I am no, so... they're coming out with another season I know. Summer. That's what... When? This summer. Oh, fuck. Is when they're... Well, they're, they haven't officially released the date yet, yeah. but they're thinking it's going to be summer. Damn. It's it's not like it's not on Netflix. You could go watch it. I could go watch it. I could watch I it. I just right watched now. it for the third time because my wife oh. hadn't seen it before. Did she so enjoy it? it did she Christmas enjoy break. it? What did she think? She did, and she doesn't normally like those types of shows. Dude, like Winona Ryder plays such a really good crazy chick. Like a chick that's half losing her mind. But she wasn't but she's not crazy. crazy. Exactly. But everybody you know what I've seen of it. I think I watched the first three. Episodes. I'm not even talking about what's going on in the background. Anybody's going to react that way if the yes. kid disappears, most yes. likely. But she plays such a good, crazy, strung out fucking lady. Yeah, you she know, there's a, was a awesome fun that. fact about her and Netflix. When they approached her for that show, she said it would they be had to explain good. to her what Netflix was and what streaming services were because she had never dealt with that before. Give she me didn't a even know what it was. Break. Bullshit. No, it's true. Oh my god, <laughs> that is hilarious. She's like, I think that would be most good. Most good. <laughs> that would be most good. What's that? From? I feel like it's probably from something I don't from know. From Family from. Guy. They were making fun of Winona Ryder on Family oh. Guy. Yeah. I've seen, of course, I've seen Family Guy, but I, I forget. Seen it was just one of those stupid five-second fucking flashback clips that they always do. Mm. Or cut away. What the fuck? You froze for a second. No, uh, I didn't freeze at all. I just stopped talking. I think I don't know. Somebody's downstairs at my house. Somebody's in my house talking right now. I'm pretty sure it's my. Uh, Pretty sure it's my wife. She gets home late. Who's she talking to? I think she's probably on the phone. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Most likely. So I got another one here. Yeah. Headline, hello from the other side. Scientists plan to send signals to aliens by 2018. Now, how in the fuck do they plan to do this? Uh, this comes from Z News out of India, but the actual... Right place that they're planning on doing this is in San Francisco. So 
One of the biggest priorities of the world's scientists is seeking evidence that would lead to confirmation of existence of extraterrestrial life. I don't know if that statement would be true. Um, if that's a big priority for the world's scientists. That's Anyways, uh, while UFO hunters and alien chasers are certain that aliens do exist and feel the space agencies are deliberately trying to hide the obvious, the new San Francisco based organization has decided to take the search one step further. The organization called METI, or Messaging Extraterrestrial Intelligence, is planning to initiate the conversation and send out a greeting in the form of signals to distant planets as decades of attempts for scanning the skies for signs has been in vain. Shit. The organization aims to do this by the year 2018 via radio and laser signals to a rocky planet circling Proxima Centauri and later to more distant destinations, hundreds or thousands of light years away. So that was my next question right there is where are they going to be shooting this? They're going to be focusing on close areas and planets that we know of. Um, huh. Okay. If we quote, if we want to start an exchange over the course of many generations, we want to learn and share information. Yeah, and I mean, I get that, but <sighs> I don't trust them. Yeah, I mean, the rest of this is just quotes from people about why we should or shouldn't do it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, there's... We don't even know. They always say that math is an inner... You know, is The a, universal a language, language or yeah, whatever. universal language. Yes. And though we can understand and see why that would be true, that doesn't necessarily that aliens will understand that. Thank you. We could be sending out some kind of signal that they interpret. I mean, we could be doing that anyways, but that they interpret as, fuck you, and they're going to come kill us. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, we I interpret math. I mean, there's nothing math. we can do about it. We I mean, our math stuff has been going universe. into space for... 100 years now. So. Exactly. But, like, we interpret math as a universal language because people on our planet could understand that if you hold up one finger, you mean one single solitary object. We know if you're holding up two fingers or whatever, you mean two separate objects or what have you. We get that. You know? Well, and one plus but one always equals two. I bingo. don't think there's anything that won't that would change that. Right. However, it's like you said. There is absolutely no reason to think that that interpretation or that method of science that we It could be like, you do math? <clears throat> we don't do math. We Our don't God do doesn't math. believe in math. Fuck we kill math. You. <laughs> you math, bro? <laughs> My God. Absolutely crazy, though. But yes. Yeah, so it should be interesting. Sending. I don't know if it's gonna how fast it's gonna take. You know, you know, to get there. Again, I wish him the best of luck. Good luck. Godspeed, so to speak. No, you don't. You don't want them to find anything. Best of luck. No, fuck no. I don't want them to find anything. Are you kidding me? The thing is, I already know. I know 
or at least I believe, I'll say that, I believe that there are intelligent life forms out there somewhere. I firmly believe that. I don't fucking like it, but I believe it. Just saying. (sighs) So yeah, if they didn't get in contact with E.T., I could give a fuck less. That would be fine. Well, they're supposed to, you know, they could already be here, so it could be pointless well, anyway. Supposedly, they already are and have been for, like, what, hundreds of years? Thousands. Well, of I years. mean, ancient aliens would be thousands of years. I'm not saying it was aliens, but it's <laughs> aliens. <laughs> we need to get him on the show. That cocksucker, he still has yet, Giorgio has still yet to uh, read my read my shit. I've I've never actually watched anything that he's been in. Oh, he's a, he, the dude's I've brilliant. Just seen the memes. <laughs> the guy is brilliant. He absolutely is. Um, I mean, there's really no denying it. But he is all about this uh, ancient alien theory. He really is. But I mean, the guy knows his stuff. He really does. So I didn't pull this because I was looking for it, but I pulled it because I found it interesting. I do have an end of the world story to end out the night tonight. Here we go. Here we go. Neanderthal killing European super volcano is getting restless. Oh, fuck no. This comes from Mysterious Universe as well, and I looked it up in other places. Uh... I'll just read the article real quick. Volcanoes are scary, like killer asteroids scary. Throughout rec- recorded human history, a volcanoes have been known to destroy entire cities in just minutes with little to no warning. Sure. As our technologies and knowledge of volcanoes have developed over the centuries, we can now detect warning signs which hint at un- upcoming eruptions. But these are far from perfect. The world might get a chance to test how well our volcano warning systems work in the near future, thanks to the work of geologists in Italy who have detected worrisome activity underneath a massive system of volcanoes which lie next to some of the most populated areas on Earth. Campi Flaregi, or the Felagrian Fields, An extremely active volcanic system west of Naples, Italy. The system consists of 24 separate calderas, or volcanic craters. The system is part of the Campion Volcanic Arc, a chain of volcanoes that includes the infamous Mount Vesuvius. Right. Um, While Campi Floreggi volcanoes were the source of a minor eruption in 1538, they were also the site of a massive eruption 200,000 years ago, which is believed to have created a volcanic winter that killed the Neanderthals. Oh, fuck. According to a recent publication in Nature's Communications, researchers believe the pressure of the magma underneath the volcano is approaching what volcanologists refer to as the critical degassing pressure, or CDP, the tipping point at which a volcano is likely to erupt. We propose the magma could be approaching the CDP at Campi Floreggi, a volcano in the metropolitan area of Naples, 
one of the most densely inhabited areas in the world, and where accelerating de deformation and heating are currently being observed. While the volcano is currently the subject of close geological scrutiny, the researchers are quick to point out that ultimately there is no way of knowing when or if the Campi Florigi volcano chain might explode in a potential deadly eruption. Quote, even if the magma underneath, underneath CFC is likely to be approaching the CDP, the possible future scenarios can be complicated by additional processes that have not been considered. Wow. But it's very... They're, they're seeing some stuff that they haven't necessarily seen before in okay. one of the most studied ones on the planet. What are they seeing? Does it say what they're seeing? Well, That's, like, different? There's, yeah, there's all these different volcanic calderas in that area and underneath all of it it would be considered one massive one that they're having some activity and they say that from what they know and what they've seen in other just regular volcanoes it's at a point that may be leading up to a eruption soon Dude, and we're fucked, I don't man. know exactly the size difference between that one and the one under the Yellowstone but this thing is still 20 times bigger than any regular volcano and killed off a precursor to our species at one point. So we're totally screwed. Yeah, we are. Like, at some point, totally something's going to happen. It's going to kill all of us. Yeah, we're fucked. I mean, that's what it is. We're totally fucked. How's that drink sipping down, buddy? It's gone. I'm going to catch up. <clears throat> Say something witty while I finish this beer. <laughs> All right. Well, we joined Pod Bros Podcast Network. Go to podbros.com. They have 30 different shows, ranging from nerdy stuff to serious business stuff. Go check out their shows and tell them that we sent you. And um, that's right. I've listened to a lot of them, and they're pretty good. They are pretty good. And, uh, you know, I had a lot of time on my hands uh, on the plane and traveling and. I had a lot of like me time on yeah. vacation. It was nice, man. I'm telling you. So yeah, I got to do some uh, catching up on some some podcasts and things like that, which is freaking outstanding. Um, but if you guys feel like reaching out to us, please do so. Nine one three seven three zero seven two five five. It's the Ectoplasm Show phone number. Ectoplasm Show at Gmail dot com. At Ectoplasm Show on Instagram and Twitter. Ectoplasm Show on Facebook, ectoplasmshow.com. Check us out on YouTube. Uh, we're everywhere. We're all over the place. So, yes, yeah. and I just I haven't put anything on there yet, but I'm starting to build the page on the website where it's going to be a friends page oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. with various links to different shows and different anything. Anything yes. if you guys want to be our friend, we'll we'll put up a link on our website to whatever you want us to be our buddy mm -hmm. and we're always at least I am I know you are when you get the time looking to collaborate with other people on various different things so always. if you have something you want or you're interested in working on with us or or anything uh, just let us know hell yeah alright well I tell you what rate review us on iTunes oh you dick <laughs> we don't have any new ones over Christmas break but yeah. I think we're up to like 15 now. The last I looked, yeah, it was we're like at 15. 15. Okay. 
Cool, cool. We need about 100 more. Yeah, about 100 more. We'll be uh, ready to roll. It doesn't take any time. Just even if you don't listen to us on iTunes, you can go to iTunes, just sign in, make up a make up an email address or whatever. Sign in and give us a review. Be like, listen, bitches. (laughs) Uh, All right. Were you talking there for a second? No, I think you're hearing things. I think I am, too. All right. So, uh, yeah, I guess we will uh, let you go for now, and we'll talk to you again on Friday morning, bright and early. But, yeah, you guys have a great rest of the week. We'll talk to you soon. Peace out. <laughs>